0: Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Algar
1: Productions. Algar Productions. Productions. You are listening to the Post-Atomic Horror Podcast with Ron Algar-Watt and Matt Robotham. (music) Episode 288 covering Latent Image and Bride of Chaotica with Terry Drozdak. Hi, friends. What, what are you laughing at? What?
0: <laughs> Nothing. Everything's great.
1: What? I was trying to introduce the show and you're just giggling already. You're just a giggle puss.
2: Yep. You're listening to the post Atomic Horror with our guest, a giggle puss.
1: The giggle puss. <laughs> is everything okay over there?
0: Yes, everything is fine. I just giggle.
1: I, I, yeah, I know, but I know that pause there is something you're not saying. Did, oh, did no, the cats no, no. do a little dance or. I bet or
2: the something? cats did a little dance.
1: Uh, probably they did. Not not yet
0: today.
2: That. They, they were like. So, in case at you were <laughs>
1: wondering, Tidro's here.
2: Laugh at us, giggle puss. Yes, we are regular so, puss.
1: Uh, yeah, um, we, we're gonna need some of that energy for this first episode because. Uh, oh
2: man, just
0: it's just not a no. good episode. The
2: tragedy. Well, you damage. Yeah,
0: it is probably my reason. least favorite Voyager episode so far.
1: Yeah, I- but then. You also liked Counterpoint, so what do you know?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know about that, but it's not great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not, and I my very first note is oh, from this title I can tell is, I'm not going to like this, and I that was correct. Mm-hmm. Based solely on the titles, I I figured I would hate this first one and really like the second one, and uh,
2: that's pretty much true. Yep, sometimes stuff just works out.
1: Yep. So Matt, why don't you tell us what happens in latent image?
2: Alright, so school picture day is interrupted when the doctor discovers a bizarre sign of surgery on Harry's big fake skeleton. Harry can't account for it either, which will turn out to be fucking stupid, trust me on this. So the doctor borrows Data's old Sherlock Holmes hat and does some sleuthing. Uh, But it turns out that Kate did it. And she'll do it again. So the doctor freaks out because his friends have apparently been stealing his memories behind his fucking back. And Kate's perfectly happy to just keep on doing it. And then Kate tells him what happened and how a patient died under his care and he got caught in a weird loop, but the Enterprise kept exploding. And then finally they just had to turn him off and then turn him back on again. So eventually the doctor's cured by sitting in a room with a buddy for a week. Glad we got that all cleared up.
1: I don't think he is cured. Uh... They certainly didn't imply that. (laughs) Well,
2: I say cured, but what I really mean is stopped talking about.
1: Yeah. What you really mean is, uh, well, it's the end of the episode, so we assume someone hit the big fucking reset button.
2: Yeah, this one sucked.
1: I did not care for it.
2: It sucked. it. it's not good. It cast Kate in a really bad light.
1: Yeah, in a very out of character light. Yeah.
0: Like, Kate's always been- She was having a super bad week.
2: Yeah. she's always She's always been characterized as someone who's like, really cares about her crew, you know? And- is like especially su- the Doctor. Yeah, and he's super into, like, watching the Doctor evolve, you know? Like...
1: Yeah, I mean, we had that early Season 1 episode where Kes comes in and says, hey, you know he's alive, right? And she's like, oh, is he? And that's been her position ever since. Only now, she's like, yeah, he's not really alive. He's like a lamp.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's really, like, there's a, there's a scene where uh, Seven comes in and is all like, you know, like, you can't do this to him. He's a person. And she's like, yeah, check this out. Hey, replicator, give me some coffee. See that replicator is just like the doctor, and everyone—literally everyone, literally everyone yep. in the world—is like, "That's not true," and you know it's not true.
1: Well, it needs to be true for this episode to work. So, Ugh. you know,
2: yeah, it's really so, dumb Deirdre, you and really, raging.
1: Do you, you really think this is like the worst one, huh?
0: I really hate it. It's really bad. Okay, was, well, let's talk it about it. It was killing it. me to watch life? it. I okay. nothing happened, and. I mean, It, it was boring to watch. No, it, nothing important no, happened. No, it was one of
2: those things where, like, it, you think something's happening, but really nothing is happening.
0: Nothing well, okay. happened. Like, something happened six months ago, but yeah. th- you get flashbacks to that. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. But, I mean, and somebody then, died. And, you know. Somebody died. There's a, a character There's always about. a mystery.
0: Yeah, a character mm-hmm. we've never seen before, but she's totally been on the ship the whole time. G- g- well, gets welcome ki- to Voyager. G- you know, Yes, dies and some cutesy buttons. Um, I
2: believe you called her. Mm-hmm.
0: And and some cute buttons. chick. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: And so we're we're supposed to immediately care about this person, care that this person died, or at least care that the doctor is sad that she died. But he's not mm-hmm. even sad that she died. He's sad because he picked Harry. Well, and over that's, her. That's
1: the gist of it. Is like no, I'm he sad had that two. Too, that helps. Well, yeah. I wish he had chosen Harry. But uh, apparently, uh, Ensign Wrong tedro believes differently. So. <laughs> That's your name now, Ensign Wrong Tidro. Gigglepuss.
0: <laughs> that is not going to fit on my name tag.
1: Well, okay, we'll we'll promote you to uh, to Ensign. No, to to Lieutenant. We'll you promote can you to that big LT name tag haver. Yeah, there you go.
0: You just um, give me an extra no. t- big tag. Okay.
1: The thing is, I liked I liked the. Uh, the the premise like I like the idea yeah. of the doctor having to choose between two equally fatally wounded people and it really fucking him up like and my bad thing was I actually started out liking that. But every time the show gets an interesting idea, they force it into the same tired formulaic presentation. There's a mystery. Somebody's mind has been wiped. Why is the captain acting out of sorts? We've seen the setup so many times. I'm tired of it. Just yeah. Tell the story in a straight line.
2: Like it's always got to yeah, be like the big stupid mystery and like shut up.
1: They want that 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 first the teaser before the the uh, the credits to always be what's going on? Yeah. How can this be? But ninety percent of the time it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And here's nope, and one it, of those
0: times. Yeah, sometimes when it works, sometimes it it doesn't work because you know nothing is going to change. And this one you think maybe something will change, but nothing changes.
1: No, it's, it's like no, in this almost... case it was people acting out of character. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. It's like they almost want to give no. the doctor character development, and then they are just like yeah.
1: Yeah, but at the end of the episode, they make it clear, wow, he's never going to be the same again. And then in the next episode, he's running around and frolicking in their fun adventure that they
2: have. Just back to being the wacky doctor. I I feel like, I I literally feel like they just wiped his memory after the episode. Just like, you (laughs) know what? No, we were right the first time. Let's just fucking erase this crap and we can get back to having fun.
1: Okay, but this all comes up because... He's taking, like, a, a, an internal skeleton scan of... I assume that's what it's called, right? The yeah, skeleton the, scan? The
2: the, ESC, the ESS.
1: Right. Of, of Harry. And he sees that some surgery had been done, and he's like, wait a minute, I didn't do that surgery. Who did that surgery? And that starts the mystery. And it's like, if you guys wanted to cover this up, maybe you should fix that.
2: Yeah, maybe you should have tried to cover it up instead of just, oh, I hope he doesn't look at Harry's neck. He's the doctor. All also, he does is look at Harry's neck.
1: Yeah, why would the doctor ever want to look uh, like at anyone's, you know, skeleton?
2: Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I can't imagine that coming <laughs> but up. And 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 like like as soon as he announces, okay, everyone's going to get their skeleton looked at, that's just a thing. Kate should be all like, "Oh fuck, I better cover uh, I better shellac up Harry's skull so they don't see the uh the the operation scars there."
1: Right. Also, as you pointed out in your summary, Harry should at least be playing along. Uh-huh. And yeah he's like, like it Duh, also, I don't know what
2: happened. Like it also turns out that See, everyone I'm, on the ship knows about that. About this. Yep.
0: Yes. I don't what think Harry I don't think Harry is actually like I like I don't think Garrett Wong actually Wang Wong actually read far enough in the script to know that he's supposed to know what's actually going on. I think he seriously just straight up played it like he didn't know. <laughs> yep. No. There's there's no shitiness or Garrett anything Wong that uh, makes sense. I
1: I was waiting for some kind of defense of him, and I'm not sure if that actually qualifies. So
0: it's a defense I of th- the horrible episode that I hate.
1: No, no, of of your boyfriend Harry Kim. Mm-hmm.
0: He's not my boyfriend. We're not dating. the
1: very best character. No, not you yet. just wish he were.
0: Yeah. I did at the time. Jesus, he, I I thought he was the cutest.
1: He, look, he's still terrible though. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't. I don't find him as awful as you guys do.
2: I will look. Uh, I will accept you're finding him attractive. Like I get that. Yeah, that's that's
0: fine, sure.
2: But that doesn't make him good.
0: I didn't he's still see. super annoying. He's not super annoying. He he he's, is. Not he's, ne- super he's not.
1: Neelix. Uh, I honestly, at this point, would rather neck neck, watch Neelix than Harry. Honestly,
2: yeah. I don't know about that. No, at I least Harry doesn't Neelix wear a clown suit. But uh,
1: well, that's that's fair.
2: Um Matt, what was your
1: actually that was your bad thing? Was the hairy thing.
2: Yeah. Couldn't cover his own ass to couldn't think of a lie to cover his own ass while the doctor's looking at his busted skull. Just standing there like an idiot and ruining everything. Shut up, Harry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Telephone. Well now, Matt he well now, Matt, he's got good hair, so we just need to excuse everything he does. Uh-huh.
2: No, he sucks. <laughs> he sucks and I hate him. Yeah, he kinda. <laughs> Sorry, Terrence.
0: <gasps> ah, it's okay. I'm not sorry. <laughs> totally <laughs> Look, okay. You hated
1: you hated Kess for no reason, so we get to hate Harry for lots of reasons. <laughs> Here's the thing: I think
0: he did some. He, he has done some things that were annoying and were did, did not reflect well upon him, and that made you hate mm-hmm. him. And I think you see everything through that light now.
1: Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, will,
1: you got us. F- I will freely admit that That's a hate Miss. spiral. Miss. Okay. No, it's it's <laughs> making a judgment. It's developing an opinion. Is what that is. Mm-hmm. It's a hate Somebody spiral. the other week, I was complaining about Voyager, and they're like, "I thought you were keeping an open mind." It's like, no, no, I was keeping an open mind going in. Now, like, I didn't want to prejudge it, but now I'm just judging it. That's yeah. okay. That's what I'm supposed to do.
2: That's yeah, you judge it totally exactly. no.
0: Yeah,
1: no, no, stop. Uh, it. We did, we did manage to find good things though, right? I mean, sure, sort of, because that's that's the exercise.
0: I had to stretch, uh, but yeah.
1: Okay, what'd you have?
0: Naomi Wildman is adorable. Yep, yep. She gets to she gets the scene where, she, where she, she's with the doctor and she gets to tease the doctor a little, and it's just su- super cute. Yeah, no, the wee Wait,
1: child doing has a annual, cameo at
2: the beginning of this one.
1: Yeah, they, they, he's doing the annual medical scans, and she's there, and and he's kind of irritated, but it's delightful because usually he's the one irritating the straight man, mm-hmm. and so now he's got to be irritated by her, mm-hmm. and it is, yeah, it is great.
2: And then and of then course she they goes don't use
1: away. Her. Like, no, I did think that her appearance at the very beginning meant that. Oh, good, they paid for the kid. That means she'll be here the whole episode, and yep. then she just disappears. Like, oh
2: man, boo. Yeah,
1: bring back That's that small
2: child. That. She's adorable. Even, even if it had been the same episode, but it
1: had, even if it had been the same episode, but it had been her helping him uh, solve the mystery, that would have been way more interesting
2: yep. to me. <laughs> Detective Wildman, yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, what was your good thing uh my quote uh the doctor has a like, great fucking freak out uh it, in uh, n- uh I wanted to say Neelix's office, which no in uh the mess hall <laughs> and no neelix's house yeah neelix's house, and yeah, it's you just, know. it's just great, and he's completely like his reasons for it are completely justified, like I love the concept of him just like well who do i choose to save how do you make a decision mr neelix in general i mean i guess i weigh the alternatives and try to decide which is best which is best how do you determine that i never thought about it really oh maybe you should think about it i mean i guess every situation is a little different for me, it's rather simple. When I'm faced with a decision, my program calculates the variables, and I take action. For example, what could be simpler than a triage situation in Zip Bay? Two patients, for example, both injured. For example, both in imminent danger of dying. Calculate the variables. My program needs to ascertain which patient has the greater chance of survival. And that's the one I treat. Oh, oh, oh! Simple. But what if they have an equal chance of survival?
1: What then? Hm. Hmm? Flip a coin,
2: pick a card. Doctor, oh, I'm all right. I'm a hologram. I don't get injured. I don't feel pain. I don't die. Unlike some people I could tell you about. <laughs> For example, two patients, both injured, both in imminent danger oh. don't touch yeah. me. you know
1: no that's a legitimately difficult thing for a human doctor yeah. and for a computer that's supposed to run algorithms to compare things and blah 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 like but it's i just don't know t- they were both exactly equal and these are lives this yeah. is wrong
2: yeah i just it's like it's just it's handled so poorly in this and all i can think watching the episode is well this wouldn't happen if you'd hired another fucking doctor
1: well they did have another doctor he got killed in the pilot yeah
2: i know but it's also been like five years since since the doctor was killed like the original doctor was killed you know what you do you go into like the you've still got a pretty extensive crew you hire a couple of medical people or just like okay i just
1: don't i don't you know medical school takes a little while i know know, it's not just oh here learn doctoring
2: here's my thing it shouldn't be more than just paris
1: I uh, see. I don't know. The crew is spread really thin.
2: They are spread really thin, doctor... but you know what? Doctoring is very important.
1: <laughs> yes, and the doctor doesn't sleep, so unless he goes horribly bug nuts crazy, he should be fine. Why can't back they back just up. make a, a copy of offer.
0: him and just run the copy? Well, they tried
1: yet. that, but your boyfriend, genius Harry Kim, tried that and failed. Oh, yeah. That That's happened true. in an episode. Nice one, Harry. So, I don't know. I- I don't know why they couldn't just get uh, Cardassian Mengele to operate on people. That should be fine, yeah, right? that'd be
2: fine. There you go. No. Co- co- use the holodeck to replicate to replicate history's greatest doctors. Like uh, you could house. do that.
1: I mean, apparently.
2: Get We've house. You've done it.
1: <laughs> and, uh, or, I mean, no, come on. You're talking about the 90s. Like, they didn't have that yet. So use, like, Quincy. Uh, George Clooney when he was on Ooh. ER. Oh, yeah, George Clooney from ER. Yeah. Definitely.
2: Or uh, other people from ER. I didn't watch ER ever. No. I don't think I ever saw Saint They couldn't have afforded ER. Clooney.
1: Or somebody from Saint Elsewhere.
2: Yeah, there you go. There you go. What about that yeah. kid that created the universe?
1: Uh that's probably gonna be when Q comes back with his kid.
2: Oh man.
1: Kid's probably got a snow globe. I I'm just guessing. I don't
2: actually. Fucking know that. snow globe kid, how dare you? <laughs> Uh, my
1: good thing, yes. there, there was a brief, like, I, I mean, in any episode, we usually, especially early on, we said, okay, we got to stop making the doctor a good thing because he's always good. And that's the case here. Like, e- even when this episode makes no sense, even when the captain's acting horribly out of character mm-hmm. and it's just this boring sort of standard formula thing, he's still got some good moments. And when he's trying to f- solve the mystery, he comes up with this really cool plan to, like, okay, someone might come in and delete these memories. So what I'm going to do is save a copy of myself. Yeah. And then when they delete the memories, then I'll restore the copy that still has the memories and figure out what happened. And, like, I thought that was really clever. Mm-hmm.
0: And then they the set up the a camera point. so it would take a picture as soon as someone came in the room, like an yep. encyclopedia right. brown.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and it draws a very slow picture, skeleton first, like you do. Yep. <laughs> I want okay, the doctor the to recognize
2: r- Kate from her skeleton. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. It's, and then go to commercial and we don't know yep. who it is. <laughs> Obviously, I know who it is. Just preserve that that pointless uh, suspense a little oh, yeah. longer, because that's what we all want. Yep. Yeah. the, sp- the suspense. Is
0: I don't idiotic. know. I thought that freakout scene was too much. You did. I just. I mean, he usually does such a. The actor usually does such a good job, and I thought that was just. I don't even think it was his fault. I think they said, you know, ramp it up as high as you can, and he did, yep. and it was too much. In his quieter next, scenes, he's episode. very good.
1: Mm. The thing is, the next episode totally calls for crazy, over-the-top acting. Maybe they film these together?
2: Probably. Eh. I-, I was like, saying, uh, like, the only reason they put him in the holodeck at the end of the episode is to make room for all of his hand gestures. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: but there was no scenery uh.
2: for him to chew. That's true. Computer, create scenery.
0: There were some ch- oh. there were some comfy chairs.
2: Yeah, that's that true. That
1: is true. He, he looked... You look like fucking Archie Bunker just sitting there like...
2: Ah, uh, jeez there, uh, Janeway.
1: <laughs> trying to stifle it or whatever. <laughs> Saying racist things about Ferengi, probably.
2: Boy, don't we have a starship <laughs> 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 Uh
1: I gotta give credit where credit is due. Uh, there was a cute scene on the bridge that included Chakotay. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a bit where right before the, the doctor enters and and accuses everyone. Yep. Um... There's, the, it's Janeway and Chakotay and Tuvok all talking about sumo wrestling, which I guess they're all into for whatever reason. I love
2: that Tuvok Fine. is super into sumo wrestling. I don't love that everyone else apparently is, but. Uh.
1: I, I, it could be anything. It doesn't really matter to me. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. And like, but it's just the way all the actors play it. And I've said this before, when Robert Beltran shows up and he actually wants to be a little charming and interesting, yep. he can be. He just so rarely does. It's just like, but it was,
2: yeah, I, no interest most of the time,
1: but it was a cute little scene. And actually he's got a moment in the next episode too, where the captain is put into an undignified position and he's trying not to laugh and it's kind of cute, mm-hmm. but you know, typically just nothing. Yeah. Um. A lot of this reminded me of Tuvix. Like a lot of it was yeah, but putting not, Kate in that situation.
2: Yeah, but not done as well. Like,
1: No, no, definitely not done as well. It felt like they were best
2: episodes of the series. This is the opposite of that.
1: But they were trying to hit the same notes. Where she's like, "Okay, this is a life form that is different than us, and I'm going to make this hard decision about them." Mm -hmm. And with that, it was sad. With
2: this, it was not sad. Yeah, no, this is just like, all right, get on with it. Yeah The, the the writing is just like the writing is just not up to the concept. Is I think the real problem. Well, like I said, it's, it's
1: that, that standard formula. Yep. It's just yeah, like but everything. It's, Go ahead.
0: It's standard formula, but it, everybody's acting out of character.
1: Well, right, but story-wise.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's just, we it's, hit
1: the same beats. We hit the it's a mystery, and then dun-dun-dun, and then okay, this, and then now this. And, yeah. Ugh, just so predictable.
2: No, it's just it's one of those shows where it's like, okay, we got the concept, and the only way this will work is if everyone is completely out of character. Yeah. Well,
1: not everyone. No, definitely mostly just Janeway. Yeah, I mean, Seven actually had a couple of good moments too, where she's like, "Really, you you think the Doctor's like the replicator? Do you think I'm like the replicator? Come on, this is not cool."
2: I actually, I really like her line about how uh, I think it's this episode. Now I'm not sure about how I've always, you've always been my uh, my guide on the ship about what humanity is, and now I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, that's a deep cut there, Seven. Yeah.
1: No, I like that. Jackie. <laughs> that. I think the thing that, re- that bugged me the most was this reminded me of the comic Identity Crisis, which I hated. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, that's for, a- for those of you who are not aware, they took some super light characters in DC Comics and created a horrible mystery that involved rape and murder and uh, the murder of a pregnant woman. And just mm-hmm. it was it was terrible.
2: By the way, by horrible mystery, okay. you mean not only that, the, that what happened in the mystery was horrible, but also that the mystery itself was horribly planned.
1: Yeah, it's one of those, like, at the end, there was no possible way you could have figured it out because they just invented some crap. Yeah. Just terrible.
2: I need a podcast just to complain about identity crisis.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, that comic's like 12 years old at this point.
2: Yep. Ugh. All
1: right. Uh, anything else? I, I feel like we don't need to go the full 30 on this unless I you guys really have more things. We don't want to talk about
2: this stupid episode very much. Uh, Not very let, let me just look. Doo, 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 doo,
0: doo. Yeah, of there's course. just like a lot of super bored. I'm bored. Sick <laughs> uh, burn <the> doc- seven. <laughs> yep. Bunch the doc- of a medical gobbledygook.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I'm impressed that there's not a lot of like drippy pink letters about how, how cute Harry is. Like uh, you manage to I don't know how to do there. drippy
0: pink letters in mm. Google Drive.
1: Oh, fair enough. Or else you would have. star Like Steven Universe stars in your eyes.
2: I assume Pedro keeps like a like a like a a diary like Betty mm. for stuff like that, right?
1: Like a Garrett Wong diary.
2: Yes, it's got that a picture sense. of him on the cover. Hmm.
1: Probably cut out from whatever teen magazine like declared him the sexiest
2: Teen Beat.
0: And there's tiger like just scream. whole pages of me putting m- Mrs. Terry Kim.
1: Right, yep. Terry Kim. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Benson, Kim. Terry and Harry
2: Kim.
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh my God, this is adorable. We would be the best celebrity couple.
1: Uh, <laughs> you really wouldn't. Come on, now. That's just. Like, what would your, celebra- ruin my what would your
0: celebrity name be? Hatari.
2: <laughs> h- h-
1: hattery. There we go. I was just. Special. Special Dro. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> no, it would be Speedro.
1: Right. Yes. Speedro. Yes, of course. Oh. Uh. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. no.
0: This was a terrible episode. It was horrible.
1: Well, let, let us now move on to possibly the best title, although the Omega Directive is pretty far up there, but Bride of Chaotica does have an exclamation point in it, so I think it might win. Mm-hmm. So, it totally uh, wins. Tidro, D- 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 Ka- take it away.
0: Okay. Tom and Harold are playing Captain Proton again when their gorgeous black-and-white Xerost adventure is interrupted by some purple dots in the sky. Turns out that Voyager has gotten stuck stuck in a, quote, subspace sandbar, quote, and a bunch of stuff just stops working properly, including the replicators and the bathrooms, and shockingly, the holodeck. Tom can't turn it off, so he and Harold beam out of there and leave all the lights on. Then, suddenly, in the still-running holodeck, Here come the man in black! <laughs> a couple of photonic beings who learn how to dress from watching a piece of the action... They immediately begin a war with Proton's nemesis, Chaotica. Since they are light beings, the only part of Voyager that seems real to them is the holodeck, so this war is actually killing them. Meanwhile, in the merry old land of Oz, the badass ladies of science work on getting out of there, but something is holding them back. I think it's the Photonic beings. That's not entirely clear. But the important thing is, to get Light Mibs to leave, Chaotica and his lightning shield and his dastardly henchmen and his death ray must be defeated. Enter Captain Janeway as Queen Aractia, Chaotica's love interest, looking like a cross between Joan Crawford and Lady Gaga, leaving lar- large chunks of ham wherever she goes. Man, I hope Tom is recording this to show to the rest of the crew later. Janeway uses her spider pheromones to get a henchman to help her disable the shield. Tom blasts the death ray. Chaotica dies spectacularly, or does he? Also, that I guess the ship can get off the sandbar now, or whatever. The end? Question mark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Todd?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hooray!
1: Question mark. Question
0: mark. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I also like I you you don't have any children, and yet the you you very much point out that they left the holodeck with all the lights on. That was sure a mom thing to say. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Guys, we're not heating the whole. We're leaving all the lights on my of elect-
0: ship. We're just ah. wasting so much electricity.
1: We're not heating the whole galaxy here, guys. Come on.
0: It's like those people who like pause their game on their Xbox and leave the house for five hours. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yes. Can I help you?
0: <laughs> no. I'm bad. going to
2: be back, and I'm going to be playing Fallout when I get back, Tidro.
1: <laughs> Doesn't it have a save setting?
2: I mean, yes, but that would involve turning on the Xbox, and the Xbox takes a while to turn on, because it's poorly built.
1: (laughs) Oh, fair enough.
2: My fucking Nintendo just turned on when I pushed a button, goddammit. You're listening to Matt rants about video games on the podcast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Video games and old comics, and just all over the map today.
2: You'd think I was dragging in my other interests to this episode.
1: Wow, that's weird. We didn't need to. Is the thing. This not was fun. Not on this one.
2: No, this, this was, was great. This was great. Uh, yeah. this is, and I would know. not. I would not say this is my favorite episode, but I had the most fun watching this episode. It. I mean,
1: all the series have done some of these. Like mm-hmm. on on the original series, they would go to Earth-like planets and play in a. You know, like Tidro mentions a piece of the action. That was one of them. Yep. Or you know, like. uh Nazi planet, or whatever, and then like next gen did like the Robin Hood thing, and yep. DS9 did like the uh, James Bond thing. But and like, thing it's,
2: is, it's fun the, to see this. The fun, the, the thing that I like about this is that I actually give a shit about pulpy old sci fi. Like, I'm, oh, me too. I'm not a big Robin Hood fan or a big like, uh, uh, like I don't give a shit about James Bond really. Um, but this, <laughs> this, this, uh, this hits me right in like, this is a, a thing I love.
1: Yeah, no. I did a bunch of research on this kind of stuff. I wrote some stuff with this similar tone, so I kind of immersed myself in a lot of Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers mm-hmm. and all those old serials. And this definitely, like, I can see a lot of the specific references they were making. And I'm sure, particularly the production guys, like, there's some stuff in the script that's great. Yeah, but like the the, the sets and the music the and sets like, and I imagine all these guys like, had a lot of fun.
2: Like, I mean, this is my this is my good thing. On top of another uh-huh. thing, I'll get to in a minute is just like the music and the set everything is spot on and gorgeous. Yep. Just there's yeah, we were
1: noticing It's beautiful. We were noticing that the the makeup of the performers is a bit different so that they look like actual black and white guys and not like our guys mm. in a black and white thing, which is I think better. Although I still don't understand how they go on the holodeck and turn to black and white. That doesn't really make sense to me, I but I don't I think
2: care. the holiday like the hol like they actually are covered in holograms too. Sure. The, yeah. <laughs> Covered in See, holograms.
0: I mean, I don't understand why they have to even dress up to go in the hol- holodeck. They should just be have have graphic clothes on. I mean, I
1: yeah, just put think, on a green screen suit.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or a green yeah, man suit. Think.
1: Something like that. Yeah. yeah like the uh, like the Greendale human being.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Everyone <laughs> just walking around in there like that with yep. ping pong balls all over them. Yep. That's what I want yeah. from this show. <laughs>
0: I,
2: you know
1: It would
0: be hilarious would... to see somebody in the hallway like that though.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, I love it and I I've, I've always liked this like, one of the few things I genuinely like about the Holodeck is when people get called back to the bridge in their costumes. Yep. I think that's great. Like in in generations I loved when they were all in their nautical outfits like back on the bridge because there was an emergency.
2: That that shot in DS9 where <laughs> uh uh Kira and uh uh Dax are in the bar just in their like uh their uh, uh Robin Hood era. Damsel in Distress outfits. Damsel in Distress outfits. Yeah. Outfits, yeah
1: with the giant cone hats.
2: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That was great. Um, but yeah, this was this was fun. I'm just going to throw my bad thing out there real quick. It was fun when it was fun. Mm-hmm. Like there was too much setup for me. Like my, my I've said this many times. My favorite episode of DS9 is probably Trials and Tribulations cuz we got dumped right into one of the most fun episodes of the original series in about 30 seconds. Uh, Orb of time. Oh, no, here we go. And then that's it. This episode, I I called it the the second time when we screened it together, 28 minutes until we see Kate as the bride of Chaotica Mm -hmm. for the first time. And it's like, come on, guys, the episode's only 43 minutes long. Like, what? Get to the fun part sooner. (laughs) Stop explaining. It doesn't make sense. Like, spending that much time explaining it doesn't now make it make sense. It's still nonsense. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't help. It's just stalling until you get to the fun stuff, and that bugged me. Yeah. No, I but definitely didn't hate it as... The fun stuff was really as, fun.
2: I definitely wasn't as angry at it as you were, but I get where you're coming from. Um, every time it's I, it just, I back wanted to color, more of was it. Like, yeah,
1: I wanted more of it. I wanted, mm. like, the, the fun parts were so much fun. I just wished they spent more time on it, is all. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that did but. not bother me as much as it did you. It barely but bothered you, me at all. I thought it was a really, really? fun episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. you,
1: but, And it didn't bother you that we didn't spend enough time doing the fun stuff? Like, you thought it was fun when they were just sitting around not doing it?
0: I got to see my science chicks have a conference on how to fix crap, so I was, that was happy. Great.
1: Yeah, but we get that all the time, and I do like that. But in this yeah. episode, I wish they had done it on the, on the holodeck somehow.
0: I like the yeah, three
2: of them solving it while that. Paris watches and just baffled. Oh, they've done
1: that before, and I always, I always love that. Yep. I always love when yeah, the three of great. them are talking way over his head, and, and he's just he's like, like, "Let uh. me, let me know when I can fly the ship." Good. Yep. No, that's that's always fun. Yeah, pretty much. Again, it was just a distraction from you know, the, like I wish they had been on the holodeck in character having this conversation. That would have made it better. Yeah. I just I wanted to see more of the Voyager guys in the thing. Mm-hmm. Like again, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm okay with that. If it's fun, just get on with it. And yeah. like, I I don't love holiday episodes. I've been very clear about that. But if we're going to do one, all right, fine. But why don't you also throw Bellana in there? Why don't you even throw Chuck in there? Why mm-hmm. not? Why do, You know, like, let's let's let everyone have fun. And I don't know. I just could have had more. That fun. was the thing
2: that made the Bond episode in DS9 work so much is that like we. Had oh, yeah, they every, were all in it. Everyone was in it and everyone got to be have a wacky thing to do.
1: Yeah, same with the Robin Hood episode in uh, Next Gen. Mm-hmm. Like, they all were in costumes doing goofy shit, and the captain was the lead person, obviously, yeah. but, you know, they all got to have yeah. fun, and that, I wish there had been a little more of that.
2: That being said, I was... No, playing, Tuvok again, got chaotic. to go
0: in, but he was just Tuvok.
1: Yeah, Tuvok was a great straight man. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, this was your quote, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> yes, Tuvok got to do a telegraph gag. It's pretty funny. These are your
2: sensor readings. Telegram. It's a message to Captain Proton from the President of Earth. Intercepted communications between Dr. Chaotica and Arachnia. Stop. Chaotica at war with aliens from Fifth Dimension. Stop. Must strike now to disable Death
0: Ray. Stop.
1: Yeah, and that's like in a classic old vaudeville gag, but it was still fun. Yep.
0: Yep.
1: I enjoyed that. No, and I, I like someone like Tuvok looking around and just like, well, this is stupid. Yep.
2: No, I love, anytime, anytime any Tom has to explain, like, how the universe works to him, and Tovek's like, this is the dumbest fucking, th- you know, I thought you were an idiot before, and I was right, but <laughs> goddamn,
0: what do you even do? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like when you show your friend, your, when your friend comes over to play a video game, and your friend keeps dying, and you're like, oh no, you just have to do this first, and then, you, mm-hmm. and, then you're, and your friend is like, this is stupid, why would I even know how to do that? That's dumb. Mm-hmm. This no, is I a stupid like, game and I don't like it.
1: I mean, we've all been in a situation where one of us is just into a thing and the, the other ones aren't. Like, yep. I don't know, Harry Kim, let's say. And, uh, <laughs> but, and, and you're like, come on, it's cool. And everyone else is like, no, it's not. You know, it's, it's a lot like that. Mm-hmm. This is his Harry Kim.
2: <laughs> As opposed to his actual <gasps> Harry Kim. Okay.
1: Yeah, who just stands around wanting to have
2: sex with everything? Oh, my God. Harry Kim wants to have so much sex with so much hologram women. I know. Just, I think I mean, he was, was just hoping to get
0: tied time. up again.
1: Yeah, it was worse last time with the Delaney sisters. But I still, really, you know. really don't want to know that Harry Kim is into BDSM. No.
0: Stop kink-shaming that.
2: I'm, no, I would never. I am Harry shaming. He's not
1: shaming. He said he didn't want to know. <laughs> There's a difference between saying he shouldn't be into it and I don't want to hear about it. It's a very different thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. I hope someone ties me up again. <laughs>
2: Shut up, Harry. That's inappropriate.
1: I don't want to hear Neelix say that either. If he's into it, totally fine. But don't want to hear it. <laughs> we
2: know what Neelix is into.
1: Although I think we've speculated that uh-huh. the captain might at least have read uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. So.
2: Oh, Definitely. Well, she is a mom. Oh, she
0: totally so. reads trashy novels. Yeah.
1: Right, this exactly. this
2: seems popular. Gave me a bit of a thrill.
0: <laughs> this she will spice up co-
1: my non-existent love life.
0: <laughs> she found a copy of um. She found a copy of Beber's grandma's diary. <laughs> oh,
1: erotic journals. Yeah, it's
0: her favorite book. I haven't thought about that. That's in a made while. the
1: rounds. I imagine there's a whole just like group of like Starfleet moms. Like not not necessarily <laughs> actual women with children, but just yeah. mom types yep. who meet every now and then, and like they have a book club or
2: something. Oh, there's definitely a That's Star a Jane Trek. Janeway probably book misses club.
0: her book club. Yeah, yeah. Janeway and, misses her book club terribly. You know she uh, does. And,
1: and Bevers in that book club, and she actually brought her grandmother's erotic journals one time and said, "Why don't we read this instead of our usual trashy novel?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, the yeah and they
1: like, loved sure, it. Why not?
2: Yeah, they ate like, it Can up. We with all this talk book? about how erotic my grandmother was. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just don't touch that condal. oh very important hands off the condal. <laughs> yep um there was there was a lot to love about this episode though, oh, let's God, be very yeah. clear i mean no, my, my, a- my oh, good God, thing yes my my good thing was just captain proton is fun it's yeah. cool and very much captures the spirit of the old serials. and another thing is like a lot of times when people are like like uh janeway's Da Vinci's lab thing, I didn't really ever get how that was interactive exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of did, but it was more just like hang out in this place. Here, I totally understand the interactive aspect of it, and that makes it more fun. Yeah. You know, like, I get how you would play as Captain Proton and defeat the bad guy, and there's a serial, and each episode leads to the next one, and, like, it feels more like a thing that would lend itself to that than, say, the beach program with the fan that Matt yeah.
2: hates. Fucking fan. Th- you know, a, this a- is
0: just like a slightly more... um grown-up version of the flutter program hmm. yeah sort of but i li- like I yeah, like how it totally it, i is. like how
2: i like how the universe works in it too like there's a scene towards the end yeah where kate needs to knock a guy out so she basically does the shittiest karate chop to the back of his neck ever but it works because it, yeah, it that's, works because that's how the universe works
1: oh and spider pheromones totally overpowered that guy
2: yeah exactly what
1: are they she's using doesn't tool- fucking
0: matter
2: no. <laughs>
0: but they're work? visible. It's not important. Yeah, they are. Visible no, they're, they're, spider form.
1: They're, right. they're they're like, uh, they make little like wavy like pie cooling on a windowsill. Yeah, exactly. Like stink lines.
0: And See, it just, reminded me of, um, of Pepe Le Pew cartoons. Yeah. yeah, also
2: that. Yep. Yeah, stink lines. Just, I That's love it. Yeah. It's, it's so like stupid and cartoony and just, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's perfect. No, they yeah. really...
1: Mm-hmm. They really pastiched those old, like, they took, like, I, I, like you could see elements of different ones, but it, it very much felt in the style of those things without specifically ripping anything, mm-hmm. any one thing off, which I liked a lot. But really, the main good thing is is what Hedro picked.
0: Oh, yes. It's uh, Captain Janeway hamming it up as Arachnia. She is... Oh, my God. ...absolutely fabulous. I wrote bunch of text hearts. Um, yep. <laughs> because- I love her so much. It's she does she's got these poses down that are just per, like a chin up, angled into the light, perfect like old black and white movie starlit poses. Yeah. Um she probably does a little her acting is probably a little too good for considering that she's Janeway, trying yeah. to act. But Yeah, that's true. But, if you
1: if you take that apart, it's like, Oh yeah, she probably wouldn't be this good at it. But on the other hand, Kate Mulgrew no. probably loved doing this. Uh-huh. So, you
0: know. Oh god, yes. And they I, made her would, look tall and elegant.
1: Yeah, the the dude they have playing Chaotica is a little shorter than her. So it, mm-hmm. it, it has the effect of giving her that sort of statuesque, like Morticia Adams kind of like tall, dark, mysterious woman thing.
2: Which if you've ever seen Kate Mulgrew,
1: no. Yeah, that's a hard trick to pull off, but yeah. they absolutely did. And the thing is, like, between the makeup and the hair and the and the costume, that was great. But if her acting had come up short, it wouldn't have worked. No. But she totally brought it. So, Oh, yeah. So much fun. It, it's very much reminded me of Avery Brooks doing the Bond villain. Yep.
0: Yeah. Just, it's like, just
1: like,
2: here, he, oh, you were born here. for this.
1: Yeah. Here's a thing you've probably enjoyed watching passively. Now you get to do it. Have mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> and she's a baby boomer. She probably grew up, like, maybe not seeing this in the theaters, but at least seeing reruns of it on TV. Like, she knows this yeah. stuff, I bet. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Probably a lot of fun to her. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to watch. Yeah. Like I said, it's, she just she came in at almost the thirty-minute mark. I wanted more of that. Mm-hmm. That was my only thing. And the dude playing Chaotica was also great. like yeah. he was. I made the comment if they made a TV version of Superman two, he would play General Zod. he would be type. amazing. He's, yeah, he's got the little beard and he's got the sort of is <laughs> he
2: British? I can't tell accent. And
1: you know. so, so
2: once ag- we meet once again, Kalel.
1: Captain Proton. But proton this time
2: you <laughs> shall kneel. Yep. My lightning shield. Lightning. Get a little doctor. <laughs> well, now so you're
1: that. turning him into the monarch.
2: Yeah, that's it. you walk a fine the line lightning there. Lightning cannon. My lightning yeah. cannon. It's robot food. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking and of Tom robots. Tom the, p- yeah. the polar bear from Lost.
1: <laughs> what were you going to say, Tidro?
0: That... The the uh, one of the another fun thing is Tom has to say all this sci-fi stuff completely straight. Yeah. Because to to get them out of the situation, he has to actually use the p- proper terminology. Yeah. Well, and, and there's definitely it,
1: some meta stuff there with their like they made a comment on Planet Hell and they did some like yeah. techno babble jokes and it was very much like Star Trek commentary, which my, I liked.
0: one of my favorite yeah.
2: parts. Of the entire I mean, but he just sounds is. so. Sorry. Go ahead, Tidro.
0: All this stuff just rolls off his tongue.
1: Yep. well, that's because they have to do that every week with the well, yeah. repolarizing the uh, EPS conduits to emit a uh-huh. low level blah blah blah, you know.
2: But like, I, yeah. th- there's a scene where he's explaining it to every everyone, and uh, Tuvok's like, we have to defeat his army." And he's just like, "Yes, his army of doom." Yeah, we have to go <laughs> no, the, to the ca- we the, have to um, go the, we to we have to go to his t- his uh, his fortress and defeat the army of doom and shut down the lightning <laughs> shut down the lightning shield with our destructo beams. I don't see why everyone we have to go like
0: to his like beautiful this. yes, we have to go to his beautiful matte painting,
2: yep, and oh. uh defeat him yeah that <laughs> yeah who's no, gorgeous,
0: definitely.
1: yeah <laughs> uh, the thing is also like it did look great, but also they could err on the side of looking cheap because it's supposed to look cheap
2: so That's the thing so it's I suppo- think that it's helped. supposed to look cheap, but it just looks gorgeous, it does. But it yeah, still it's looks a little crappy
1: because it's supposed to. Mm-hmm.
2: Just everything yeah. about... Th- there's a part where I was admiring the chrome on the spaceship, like...
1: Yeah. Just, oh. But, I mean, but really, if we're going to talk about the thing you liked the most...
2: Oh, yeah. No, my favorite part of the episode was Satan's Robot.
1: A- <laughs> Which is the actual character's <laughs> name. The
2: actual character's name. It is... You've yep. seen this robot before. If you've ever seen a single, like, uh, serial, you've seen this robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's yep. a giant soda can with arms and legs that can't see where he's going and stumbles around everywhere. I love him.
1: <laughs> he, the the voice of Satan's robot was uncredited. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Ethan Phillips. Yeah, like it, I'm I, pretty good at that. And I, it sounded like he was. Me. There's not much Neelix in this episode, and he could do a goofy robot voice. So let's just do that.
2: Sort of like in the way they used to get uh, Dewey to to do the yeah. consequential. Or everything. Oh, by consequential guys. <laughs> yeah. So lovely. No, it, it was a
1: it was a fun character, and they did a lot of like. I mean, it's super broad. Just like, if it's not your kind of comedy, you're not gonna like it. But in this, I guess really
2: what like it, it was my my kind of comedy, and I did enjoy it. <laughs> I, well, in a typical Star Trek episode, I don't think it would have worked. But in the pulp setting, it totally. Works. In a typical Star Trek episode, I would love that robot clanking around in the background trying to no, help. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying
1: I'm saying this kind of humor. Yes. Like taking everything literally. It's it's like season one data kind of. Mm like taking everything literally and not understanding what you're saying and not really following with the humans like it could be annoying but in this setting it's great it was exquisite it was was there was
0: a lot of like broad comedy and some puns and just yeah And they totally worked in this Mm -hmm. in
1: this setting yeah um but Matt your bad thing also involved the robot
0: yes Tom was mean to it how
2: (laughs) dare he? Really? (laughs) how dare he (laughs) be mean to this beautiful perfect fucking wonderful (laughs) robot who well, should have just and-, and-, and there's a part where he's, uh, he's just wandering around the back destroy destroy and Tom goes,
0: shut up and he goes destroy <laughs> yeah, yeah he just like good. wanders off muttering poor robot yep. oh and it- he hurts I mean, it- his arm his arm gets hurt yeah and it's <laughs> the, just the poor robot going, help. help me please help me <laughs> i'm like why aren't you helping I that poor repairs.
2: robot i need repairs yeah <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty fun. cute er-
1: it reminded me a bit of C-3PO. Shut up. Shutting up, sir. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> that, that's really all you had for a bad thing, though. Huh? Someone was mean to a Someone thing you Someone
2: was liked. mean to my new favorite character. Fair enough. I'm looking forward I to seeing the robot attached. return he might, next week. He's uh, he going to be, be in the pod next to Seven.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Tidro, what was your bad thing?
0: Um... The premise was utterly ridiculous, even for a ridiculous holodeck episode. It didn't make any sense to me at all. They're stuck on a space sandbar, and that means you can't turn the holodeck off, and that means there's photonic light beings that happen to be like the exact, you know, light wave type that to interact with the holodeck, Mm -hmm. and it's just dumb. It's really not. And dumb. then
1: they appear exactly as like '50s businessmen for some reason. <laughs> yep. I didn't get that at yes. all.
0: Like I don't. Yeah, if they I don't get hand, it
1: either. If they had just hand waved and said, "Okay, these are characters in the program that they took the form of," that's fine. But they didn't say anything like that. They just suddenly appeared as guys in business suits with hats. Like, yep. w- why?
0: <laughs>
1: and it uh, yeah, in it doesn't
0: the thing. make any sense. No, but they don't. They shouldn't even but know what what like what carbon based like? life forms look like, or t- especially think? dress like. I, I, I think
2: thing. it kind of gets back to your point, Al, which is like, yeah, t- this crap would be fine if they didn't spend so much time dwelling on it. But yeah, they spent exactly. so much time dwelling say, on it. It's yeah, like if you wanted just, just aliens, who yeah. cares? If it's just the beginning of the episode, it's like, yeah, we're on a subspace sandbar. This shit won't shut down. Blah blah blah. The end. And then no, if all spend, that if
1: all that took place in in the teaser,
2: yeah, and then we spend the rest of the episode doing the Captain Proton shit, that'd be perfect. Uh, this might have been a perfect episode if that were the case. Yeah. That was my only, like, my thing
1: is this food is delicious. The portions need to be bigger. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Less bread, more meat.
1: Yes. yes. Less meat cake. <laughs> this is a lot of meat cake. It's, it's really, cake? like, it's a metaphor for Voyager. It's yeah. like, here's a cool premise with some cool stuff in it. Now let's pat it out with a bunch of boring talking. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that's, that's Voyager in a nutshell right there. Yeah. There's some cool stuff in there but you got to sit through all the boring stuff to get there. Yeah, you are not wrong.
2: In fact, you also, are
1: Also, right. I still to this day do not understand why when the holodeck goes wrong, you can't just unplug it. That will never stop like that will never make sense to me.
2: It's, you know how it is when you're when you make something and when it you want it to when it breaks down just not stop working? Yeah. Obviously. Like if my there computer gets a virus, offset. I want it like I want it to never turn off.
1: Yeah, the vi- the first thing the virus should do is disable the off switch. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
2: And also, if I unplug it, it keeps running. Yeah, of course. I just don't. I
1: why? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: no, there should be like a big red button on every holodeck that says "complete disconnect" right here. Yeah, or all just power a, cut to A the literal
1: thing. plug. Just pull the actual <laughs> like like cut the power. Mm-hmm. Like okay. Deck, deck six no longer has power, so therefore the holodeck can't run. Done. Like, that shouldn't be yeah. that difficult, but, yeah, whatever. I'm just, I'm sick of the holodeck. Like, this was great. This was yeah. a lot of fun, but in general, I've said this a lot, and I'm sure I'll say it in the next three seasons. I'm just, this holodeck, no I'm more so holodeck. tired of it. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. This is, like, you're not going to top this also, so let's just get rid of the mm-hmm. holodeck from this point forward.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I somehow feel that's not going to happen. I somehow no, feel you're right.
1: right. We've already said there's probably going to be a holodeck on Enterprise. We don't know that yet. But no. There probably will be.
0: I have a uh, note here else? that says, okay. yeah, I have this note that says, isn't this exactly what Al and Matt were afraid was going to happen the first time when aliens showed up in the uh, Captain Proton that is exactly um, what, what program?
1: <laughs> what did we say? <laughs>
0: He said, remember. "Oh, we thought it was going to be dumb, and the aliens were going to interact with the holodeck, and it was going to be a broken holodeck episode. But it was nah. not that.
1: <laughs> well, this time it was.
0: This time it was. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. Again, I don't care. Like, if you just get on with it. Like, again, the problem is spinning your wheels, taking your time getting there instead yep. of just like getting on with it. Um, I thought I back to Chaotica real quick. The the note I have here is that he was half Ming the Merciless and half Phantom of Crankor.
2: Yep." <laughs> I love Phantom of the
1: He's pretty great. Yep. And Matt, Matt, and I were trying to figure out what the name of that head thing that he wears. Is. It looks like a looks like a yarmulke that that uh, looks like a widow's peak. Yeah,
2: it's like I've seen that before on like Ming the Merciless and like.
1: Yeah, it's, that's that evil guy skull cap.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not a cowl. It's smaller than a cowl. It must have no. a name. If anyone no, knows, it's like, please if you can't, write in.
1: If you can't Brian, style a proper know. widow's peak. Oh, Brian almost definitely does. Yeah, Brian probably owns one.
0: Of course he does.
1: Yeah, and Tidro probably makes them.
0: I could probably make. I them. mean, or now he does. probably should. You know,
2: Halloween is coming. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I still think yeah. if someone if someone hasn't made uh, that robot Satan's robot uh, uh, scaled to the Playmates figures, they really need to get on that. That
2: would make me so happy. Also, that I, got I bet Playmates on my, uh, action figure shelf here.
1: I was just thinking, playmates, like they were kind of toward the end of making figures of absolutely everything, and I bet there aren't even Captain Proton variants of like Tom and Kate, which is sad.
2: That is sad.
1: I'd have to look it up, but I, don't, I bet they're not.
2: No, I'm sure I would have seen those by now. That's yeah, a thing I, I, would, I would probably.
1: Yeah, I would probably buy an Arachnia action figure, uh-huh. and I don't really buy action figures anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah. Ooh, I would buy. I would buy a doll of her, not an oh, action figure a doll, like a Barbie doll, well, because well, I would want the do. I would want the hair to look really nice. What
1: you should do is get uh, the—I believe there's a Captain Janeway Barbie or Barbie-like doll, if not an actual Barbie-brand Barbie. You should get that and then turn it into the uh, the Arachnia one.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, she could hang out with Hannibal and Will from Hannibal. I mean Brian Fuller and my Laura. Call it the Brian Fuller. Yeah, and my Laura Palmer doll. Yes, my Um, Brian my uh, Laura Palmer doll that's wrapped in plastic.
1: Well, Brian Fuller didn't really. Involved with that. No. I bet if he was free, he would have gotten involved in the new Twin Peaks, but he's a little busy right, yeah,
2: now, so. busy. right now. Yeah, he's doing. He's kind of busy. Yeah,
1: yeah, between American Gods and this, mm-hmm. a little busy. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was.
2: It was, a great it was episode. super
0: fun.
1: Yeah, and oh, they oh,
0: earned their.
2: Oh, go ahead. yes.
0: The, the, my favorite thing that Kate did when she was being Arachnia was when she talked on the microphone yeah. speaker thing communication device she earlier um chaotica had done like a whip crack with the cord and she did the exact same thing it was awesome
2: i guarantee (laughs) that that was like just a a really
0: uh, nice little awesome thing i guarantee
2: i liked watching script
1: i i liked watching her try to handle any prop with those giant fingernails yep (laughs)
0: like
1: she was i'm positive that was lovingly
0: caressing Yes, yeah, I'm but, sure that she, she was could, lovingly caressing some of the more phallic weapons. Yep.
1: Yeah, I don't know that that was intentional, but I maybe. I
2: think that it probably was.
1: Maybe, but I think it was that? more just like, how do I hold things with these nails? Uh, I don't
0: <laughs> know. <laughs> do yeah, take, she doesn't do have crazy nails. On?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's uh, from. <laughs> yeah,
1: sort of. All right, so that's all for this time Tidro as always a delight yep. uh why don't you tell the fine people about the things that you do make and how to get them?
0: um I make soap um especially i makes i have some Star Trek soap' in my shop right now, and mm-hmm. my big thing this um, time of year is devil horns um in various shapes, sizes, colors and um all weights quality. and you can thank you uh. And uh, you can get those at www.bunnybubbles.etsy.com.
1: You forgot and, the uh, HTTP slash, slash. I,
0: I know. I forgot the colon. Yeah. I forgot all that part. But yeah, so <laughs> right. bunnybubbles. And also bunnybubbles.com. You should yeah. be able to find my stuff. But um, I just had um, Amanda do some amazing photographs of our friends, um, at least – Three of which have been on this show mm-hmm. wearing the horns, so you can see what live human beings look like wearing them, and they're mm-hmm. great.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great product, and and you know with Halloween coming up, it's a it's a fun thing to have. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, check that out.
0: It is like the perfect thing to wear to your office on Halloween. Like if you're not actually like you don't want to put on a full costume, but you want to have a nod to Halloween, you just throw on some horns and then pretend yeah. like when people say, "Oh, those are cool," and you need to go what. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. That's all for this time. Next week, I believe, our pal Bob will be joining us. Ah. So look forward to that. And uh, that's all for this time. See you, folks. The Post-Atomic Horror Podcast is a co-production of Ron Algar Watt and Matt Robotham. Copyright 2016. Please don't sue us. We're... Just doing this